This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, it's just love is a burning thing. Man, he's really leaning into this. Once you start, it's hard to stop. Well, you know, the sky looks a little less hazy than this morning, but I don't know. It's still out there. All right. I don't know how we transition from this to to the Phillies manager. They're hot. They're live. You know what? Four in a row is a good thing, and we're hoping they're picking it up to the point of uh, positive momentum to get above 500 and take it beyond there. Let's talk to the Phil Skipper, Rob Thompson, of course, overseeing the squad, and he joins us right now as he does uh, twice a week, uh, twice a month here on the show. How you doing, Rob? Very good. Good morning, everyone. Good Good morning, morning. Rob. Good morning. Rob, so let's start with last night. Um, Taiwan Walker was phenomenal. And he was phenomenal yeah. in large part because that splitter, I mean, that looked like a Kurt Schilling, prime Kurt Schilling splitter last night. He had that going on. Talk to us you know, from your vantage point in the dugout, his level of dominance with that pitch in particular. Yeah, that, I mean, that was his best outing of the year, obviously. And, and um, you know, they've been, he's been searching all year to try and get some rhythm and some momentum in his, in his delivery um, because, you know, the, the velocity is kind of, gone up and down and and, um, and they found something in his last bullpen and uh, he threw really threw the ball well and it, it translated into last night's game and you know the velocity was 94 95 and he held it for most of the night and, and that just uh, the uptick in his velocity just helps the split out and the split was just dancing and, and diving and a lot of bite and depth to it and got a lot of swings and misses and, and soft contact. He, he was really good. That was his best outing, and, and let's hope that it, it, you know, it continues. Yeah, and Rob, speaking of continuing, so we've seen, I don't know, five or six times this year where it feels like the team is getting ready to surge and then doesn't. With this most recent one, what gives you a sense of confidence or optimism that this time the team will grab the momentum, hold on to it, and, and really finally start playing better moving forward do you feel that this time yeah i do and because it's been you know the the starting rotation has been really consistent um the last couple times through and and plus the fact that our bats have been been a lot better we you know last night we only had three hits but i mean we hit some balls hard and we could add four or five home runs if the wind was blowing a different direction but um i just i just think we're just playing a better brand of baseball and we just need to keep it going because you know, we got the Dodgers coming in the weekend, and then we go to Arizona, and, and we have the Mets and the uh, and the Braves later on in the month. So it's it's going to be a tough schedule. So we have to we have to play well. How do you explain June, Kyle Schwarber? 
I can't. I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could. I, I, I can't, but uh, I'm, I'm glad it's June. So the uptick, <laughs> yeah, me too, yeah. I, for sure. The, the uptick in velocity, it seems like that's happening uh, across the board. We're, see, we're seeing that with NOLA. We're seeing that with uh, Taiwan Walker. Why is that? I think I think you'll see that with a lot of pitchers as the season uh, goes on. You know, they come out of spring training and and they really haven't built up their arm strength. Uh, not everybody's like that, but I think certain guys, as the season goes on, their their velocity starts to increase, and then they get to their max velocity and 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 they hold it there. Um, and I think I think Nola's been that way um, most of the years that I've been here. Um, I you know obviously it's our first year with Taiwan, so. Um, hopefully this adjustment they made in his delivery and, and the momentum and rhythm that he's getting in his delivery will, will help him hold that velocity. Aaron Nola seems very distracted by the pitch clock, and some of his com- comments have indicated that. Uh, what are you doing to address this? Uh, it's, it's, you know, we've, we've been working on it since spring training with, with all of our guys, and, and I think I think the, the, the more experienced guys uh, have the most problems with the with the pitch clock just because they've been doing a certain thing for you know longer in their life than than the younger guys but mm-hmm. um, but you know I think he's understanding uh, he's he's getting a um, he's getting a feel for it and, and being able to to manipulate the clock instead of the clock mani- manipulating him mm-hmm. and it you know we'll just keep moving forward with it, but I think he's getting better at it. And I think it's, you know, it's not as much on his mind as it was earlier in the year. Why does it feel like there's always at least one outlier inning for Aaron Nola that gets away from him? Well, you know, a lot of times, um, especially when we weren't swinging the bats, well, we were having really quick offensive innings and especially Mm -hmm. with the pitch clock. So, you know, if a guy goes out there, a uh, pitcher goes out there and throws 20, 25 pitches and then comes in and, and, and your offense has a 10-pitch inning, you're, you're right back out in the mound, and there, so there's some sure. fatigue that sets in. So I, I think there's some of that. Um, you know, the, if you look at his number, you know, he's walked a couple, few guys, more few more guys lately than he, than he typically does, but he's mm-hmm. still like two point you know, two plus walks per nine, which is pretty good. And, um, yeah, I, I really can't explain it other than just maybe those quick offensive innings and, and maybe a little fatigue sets in. Rob Thompson with us here. Chris Phils had won four in a row, still below 500, but now finally playing better. And maybe it'll be similar to last June when they took off. Rob, one of the realities lately on the plus side, Craig Kimbrell, man, he has, he has rediscovered something. Is he yeah. now like – he is the closer of the baseball team. Well, until Alvarado gets back, and then we can go to that you know two man team at the end. But he's been phenomenal. I mean, his velocity's jumped up. Uh, his breaking ball has been devastating, and and he th- he's throwing strikes. Um, he's really been really been something. And Alvarado threw last night. 18 pitches, 16 strikes. Uh, gave up a couple of earned runs, but um, uh, I think. By the looks of it, we'll we'll probably get him back here very shortly, and that will make our pen even better. Rob, on the, on the flip side, related to pitchers, Zach Wheeler. I mean, you know, we're now into the third month of the season. He he has really struggled at times mightily. 
I'm a believer that without an excellent Wheeler and Nola, it will be extremely difficult for the team to make the playoffs. What is going on with Zach Wheeler? Uh, you know, the, the start in, in Washington was strange because every time he, he threw a pitch, it seemed like they barreled it up, and, and that's just not not wheels. And, and we didn't think his, his execution was all that bad, and his stuff was good. So I think he's just going through – I think it's just baseball. He's going through a little bit of a rough time, especially that last start. Uh, the start before that in Atlanta was fantastic. So, uh, you know, uh, I see – and, and you're correct. We need Aaron Nolan and Zach Wheeler to pitch well, but uh, I truly believe that they will. Rob, uh, found it really interesting a couple of days ago. Trey Turner, of course, with a huge game. I believe that was two nights ago, if I have my, my days right. Yeah. Um, a lot of talk afterwards about the process of his stance changing, and the analytics department was referenced, and, of course, hating coach Kevin Long was referenced. I'm curious, when the analytics department gets involved in that, what is the procedure? Do the analytics department go to Kevin Long? Do they go to you? Do they go to the athlete himself? Procedurally, how does that work when someone who's further away in the organization but with a, an eye on it eyes up something? Yeah, it's, it, it works both ways. So, um, And it works with our in our pitching department, too. So the it's really the biomechanics department. And they'll see something, and they can shoot it to Kevin, or Kevin can ask them, hey, um, look at Kyle Schwarber or look at Trey Turner. Tell me what you're seeing because I'm, I'm missing something here. And so it works both ways, and, and, and you know, the communication is key, and it, it works in the, with the pitching department as well. And, and that they just saw something with his load that he wasn't um, basically coiling as much as he was in 2021, and, and so Kevin went to work on it, and, uh, and Trey's been having really good at-bats the last – last few days so hopefully we found something how is alec bohm feeling biomechanically <laughs> well his, his hamstrings are, are fine good uh he's coming back um he, he he'll be back shortly um but i talked to him yesterday and he felt really good he's taking ground balls he's hitting in the cage he's starting to run again and um so i, I don't think he's going to be out too long what is Reese Hoskins' role uh, on this team? We saw him in the dugout. How is he involved, and uh, how much of a lift did it give you guys having him in there? I love having him here because he's, you know, he's a sounding board for everybody. He's, he's got a lot of common sense. Um, he can really think through things and, and uh, up, you know, make guys feel good talking through situations, talking you know, when guys are struggling. He's he's really a mature guy and, and you know, almost like a, an extra coach on the club because, uh, you know, he's been through a lot. And, um, you know, like I said, he's got a lot of common sense. So he's, he's you know, he's really good energy and, and really good guy, a lot of leadership, and I, I just love having him around. Rob Thompson here. Rob, tell me if these statements are accurate from your perspective. You would prefer to have Trey Turner leading off, but you're going to ride the wave of Kyle Schwarber right now. Both statements accurate? Uh, I'd like Trey in the two-hole, really. But right now, what's going on is Castellanos really swinging the bat well in that spot. So I would think at some point we're going to, you know, we're going to get there. Um, but you know, the lineup's producing right now, so we'll we'll stay where we're at. But you know, Schwarber's. Um, Ever since we put him in the in the leadoff spot last year, we've won. And and 
you can t- talk about his batting average and all that stuff, but this this guy's a force, and um, you know that guy walks to the plate as the first hitter of the game. Um, starting pitcher better be on his toes, or it's going to be one nothing. As it was he, last night, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and 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 he walks too. So and he's comfortable there, and so and if you guys know me, I, I want people to be comfortable and, and feel good about what they're doing, where they're playing, where they're hitting, what their role is, and because um, it just makes for a better performance. So, so Rob, let's, let's get into that a little more, because you've referenced that many times related to him in that spot. So if he's not there, what does uncomfortable Kyle Schwarber look like, and how does he communicate that to you? And, and how much does that then concern you about his, I don't want to say ability, but wherewithal to play his best at a different spot of the lineup. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that uh, it'll affect him all that much. But I, I just know that um, that's really where, in his mind, he hits the best. So, whatever that is, uh, I take that to heart, and and I want to make sure that you know he's comfortable. Yeah. Um, and really, that's what it is. You know, he hit fifth force for a while and he still hit a bunch of home runs and started to walk but now now the at-bats are really getting good rob let's go back to five days ago because look you know the deal i mean this is this is a very different interview in nature than it would have been you know five days ago team has played better no doubt yeah to say the, to say the least all right so in those times of trouble and obviously you're not out of the water collectively yet but looking better um was the heat was the heat turned up in that clubhouse? Was was there was there something from a player or from you that you believe helped spur better play? Well, that's a good question. You know, um, we do we have meetings and we talk about things, and I, but I don't I don't sense panic with this group, and I never have. Um, I think they they it's an experienced group. They understand that it's a long season. They understand that there's there's um, ebbs and flows to the season and ups and downs and, and you just got to ride it out you just got to keep grinding you got to keep fighting and that's it, as I've said many times it's a very resilient club um, and they they just keep they just keep coming out here and they keep working and they keep competing and and that's all you can really ask Robin good times or bad times who is the clubhouse leader I mean from a player standpoint Oh, well, we've got so many, you know, all the experienced guys, Schwarber, Castellanos, Harper, JT, um, Craig Kimball's a great leader in that bullpen. There's, there's a lot of guys that pitch in and, and, um, you know, it's, it's really a, a great group and a fun group to be around. Rob, one more here. Let's, let's end on a note that they cross the sports here. Um, you had a chance to interact and, and hang with Jalen Hurts last night before the game. Yeah. What, what did you take from a a Jalen Hurts interaction? And of course, you guys were playing catch, but well, catch is catch. But getting to know him, you know, briefly there, what did you make of that interaction? Yeah, it was very brief. But both those guys, AJ and and uh, Jalen, just tremendous people. Like you could see how much they respected other people around them. Um, very professional about you know coming in and and getting to know everybody and um and boy i'll tell you what some kind of athletes 
because you could see, you know, Jalen just starting to play catch with him. He was struggling because throwing a baseball is a little bit different than throwing a football, but because of the athleticism, I mean, he adjusted so quickly. And by the time we were done playing catch, he was hitting me in the chest with every throw. (laughs) Um, And AJ, I think was drafted out of high school for baseball and boy, could he really swing the bat? He hit, I don't know, four or five balls into the seats. Uh, Jalen, Jalen's more of a contact line drive ground ball guy. So he'd be kind of my leadoff guy. And AJ would be more in the three, four slot because he's got that power yeah. and he hits the ball all over the place. But it was really great to have those guys out here. And, and uh, it, you know, I think a lot of our guys came out and watched them and we had a lot of fun. Rob, good luck. Uh, good luck tonight, and obviously up ahead, you know the the the, the series versus the Dodgers and more. And and uh, we're hoping that this June looks a lot like last June. It's uh, it's been a pretty good start so far. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. All right, Thanks, you got Rob. it. There he is, Phillies manager Rob Thompson.